0: The deeper we get into the Gospel of Luke, we begin to understand more and more the character of the Pharisees and the scribes. Even if will not know who they are, they are like the priests. I will have the priests today. The portion of the priests comprise today. The priests are religious. That's the portion of the Pharisees and the scribes. They are teachers of the law. They are the ones carrying the, the custodians of the commandments of God. They are the ones who keeps writing and you know, knows they don't have a uh, printing press. So they are going to copy and recopy and recopy the scriptures so that people can have more copies of the scroll. So as they copy, they know the word. They know what God demands. The father combine their own story with some kind of rigorous spirituality. Now you can be so uh, you can see the disparity between the Pharisees and Jesus, who has come to fulfill the law. Last week we heard about how he came and said, "Look at we, uh, our disciples, and the disciples of John fast and pray, for your disciples are busy eating." They came and accused him and said, Look at your disciples are cutting the head of, of, of the grain and you know, rubbing them with their hands and eating them without washed hands. Now, today again, you can see how the cross presented it. They saw a man with a, a withered hand. And they knew Jesus was there. And they knew he would heal. And they were watching today's Sabbath. Let us see what he would do in the today. See, the worst thing that can happen to anybody who is a Christian is to start decaying in his Christian calling. These Pharisees sort of have lost their, their sense of, of God. And Jesus went straight to the point. On the Sabbath, is it lawful to save or to destroy? And they it cut your heart. How many times have we allowed our church's attitude deny people of grace? If you are more churchy than the other person, and you judge the person, to the point that you judge out of that person's life, grace can forget the person. Even what right do you have to even judge anybody who you have invested grace in their life? I share with you a story that happened sometime ago in the parish where I was working. There was this woman, a very young lady, had four children at a very tender age. And now she's just in, in her late twenties. And she wants to feel the whole thing about life even though she married very young. And every time she does out things that are provocative. And she will come to the church. But if you interact with her, you know that she has a love for God. But she has she's having this crisis. And the CW of that parish all run around. I said, Father Vincent, you must go and talk to this woman. Enough of this embarrassment. Every time she's dancing and coming like this. I said, but she's the flu CW. Have you you accosted her? Have you got to Father will go to her? And then the way she reacts, I said, yeah, you haven't worn her heart yet. Maybe you're not going with the heart of love. You no accusation, condemnation, every time, look at you, look at you. You are a mother, you are the half of children, I you just like this. I say, is that a gospel? The only power that has that be to take a soul is the gospel message, not the accusation message. After the message of the parish priest in this place, you must talk to her. I said, I'm not going to tell somebody's wife on how to dress her. I will not. That's not what God will ask me to go and do Tell her that she's not coming to church. Suppose she going to church, what will happen? Why are you seeing wrong in what she's doing? When you can see where she single clothes from head to toe, and she even do worse. Tell that I will know how that she's like this. You know How do you know who you are? They say, Ah, it's like you like her. That's why you are not talking to her. I say I like her. Well, oh, I'm sitting in this business. Sir. <laughs> And she will come for adoration. She will always come for adoration. <laughs> Where are those things? I said me to go and tell her. Until <laughs> one day, she came for counseling. I said Father, God talked to me to change my wardrobe. I said how? God talked to you about the clothes. Is God interested in your clothes? I know God is interested in that clothes, but I pretended. I said ah. I. I said need God to come down. He tell you about other things, about your wardrobe. You see. God told me, go and change your wardrobe and I'll bless you. I said, hey. okay, then, after that, what happened? This one, if like, you guys buy the words, this one I give to the phone. I said, God, I should not to anybody. I should have bought it. Amen. 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 She was convinced of what she was doing. The problem was not the woman, the problem was the approach. All because of religiosity. How can you wear this and come to church? Ay, 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 and they go to the and say, You're one of four children. How can you dress like this? Are you a teenager? And sometimes that's what happens. In the name of trying to win a soul, we go aggressively with a judgmental spirit, with harshness, and all manners of misconception to have in our head. With this holy dull attitude. You can't win a soul like that. The priest that raised me told me something when he said I was the same. That he said, "Your priesthood, never engage the vinegar dimension. Always engage the only dimension." I said, "What do you mean by that?" He said, "With it, you can, you see, you can win more flies, can catch more flies with a broom deep inside only than a drum of vinegar." You know vinegar, right? Yes. Yeah. Good. That always go with love. You win souls with that. I you didn't know the full meaning of what they told me many years ago. But now I can understand it. Sometimes, parents too, sometimes we become very judgmental in the way we approach issues. Even with ourselves as a and wife, we become full so judgmental. Hey, look at you, look at you. The you know, way you are talking to the person, even if you have the facts, why not present it with the wrong material called love? So the person will not feel insecure. Because one of the person feels very insecure, forget it. You have lost the person forever, and God will hold you responsible. And it's the way Jesus then to this today. Hey, come on, stand here. Hmm. Is it good to do evil or to do good? <laughs> they all came in. He called them with the hand. Stretch out your hand, and his hand was healed. Shouldn't that be a Jesus celebration? No, look at what the gospel say? They did what? They, but they were filled with fury, not hatred. Not anger, fury. That means if you see them, their faces were shaking, their eyes have turned red. You could feel their anger flowing from their fingers. They were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus for the evil they did or for the good they did. The heart of man is perverse. These are people the dry. People inside the church. They are the ones who the holy ones. They want to fight in the themselves. You so Know what the Bible says your worst enemy so because of our side is a member of our household. We pray that love will always hold our hearts, and that if we want to witness for Christ, let us witness with a substance of love, no matter how hopeful it may be. May God bless us in the hearts so for Christ, our Lord. Amen.